0: This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to The Waiting Room on Podcast225.com. Hello and welcome to Episode 7 of The Waiting Room. This is Katie Fetzer here, host of The Waiting Room, along with my co-host, Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue. And today we're going to talk to you guys about goal setting. Um, Before we get started, just a brief disclaimer about our show Um, The contents of our show, we do not want to be mistaken for psychotherapy or counseling. It is not our intent to replace or serve as a substitute for mental health services, but if you are interested in scheduling an an appointment with a licensed mental health professional, do not hesitate to reach out to the Wellness Studio at 225-448-3359, or you can also call your general practitioner or local hospital. So today we are going to talk about goal setting. Um, Just as an intro into what we're going to talk about, um, New Year's resolutions are all about setting goals, and it's something that we're kind of bombarded with after the holidays. You kind of start seeing it in advertisements, you see it on television shows about you know, shedding those ten pounds that you gained during the holidays, or um, and it's something that it, that feels kind of slightly like an imposition and. New Year's resolutions really are all about goal setting. If you can master the most effective ways of goal setting, you really can increase your chances of sticking to those resolutions that you wanna make. Um, So we're gonna do kind of a quick review of common pitfalls of New Year's resolutions um, and really talk about how it's all about intentionality and your motivation. Some questions to kind of ponder that we're gonna kind of also dig into are why are you setting yourself a New Year's resolution to begin with and who are you setting them for? Um, If you want to be able to find us, you can look at um, subscribing on iTunes or also at podcast225.com. Again, that's The Waiting Room. Um, And we really encourage and would appreciate people to subscribe and also leave a rating and review. We are going to take a quick break, and we will be back shortly. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Welcome back back to The Waiting Room.
1: Welcome back to The Waiting Room. My name is Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue and I'm here with my co-host and partner in crime, Katie Fetzer. And Hello. today we're talking about goal setting and New Year's resolutions. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like that's kind of where everybody is about this time of year is just, you know, what are their... Um, their goals for the new year, if it's, you know, rep- you know, in regards to weight loss or career moves or planning a family and kind of the pressures and the stigmas that's out mm-hmm. there about that. So, um, so yeah, hopefully this will be a good way to kind of kick off and get organized as to what your goals uh, should be and could be. Absolutely. Yeah. And,
0: you know, just to kind of start off, I feel like it would be a good thing to kind of go over just common pitfalls that people face whenever they're um, trying to keep, make and keep New Year's resolutions. And I think one of the most common ones that stick out to me is when the resolution is made by someone other than yourself. Yeah. You have outside voices a lot of the times, especially around the holidays. And yeah. it's something that might eventually, you know, you find yourself, okay, well, if everyone else is saying that this should be a goal mm-hmm. of mine, then maybe I should look into it. You know, it might sound like your grandmother or your mom telling you that they've heard you complain a lot about your job, so why don't you just make a switch? Right. Or it might be Oprah.
1: Oprah got me last night with
0: Weight Watchers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she did. She did. I believed her. So we have Oprah to think for that one.
0: Um, and let's see how long it takes <laughs> for you. Yeah. We're 48 hours in. Yes. I <laughs> called my breath. Right? Um, and the reason that that I would call that a pitfall is because there's a difference between what we call extrinsically motiva- motivated mm-hmm. and then intrinsically motivated. When you're motivated by external factors and influences, they don't have as much long lasting of effects and you're not as likely to be able to stick to something because you're not necessarily doing it for yourself or didn't come from yourself. And that doesn't mean to say that it can eventually become more intrinsic and internal that you are motivated to do something or stick to something, but it all has to come from within. And there Mm -hmm. has to be kind of purpose and intentionality behind a goal that you're setting for yourself. Um, Otherwise it's not going to stick, you know, and I think you, the Weight Watchers example is actually a really good example. Maybe you can kind of give a little bit more, um, discussion around that yeah, and yeah. the difference between feeling, whether it came from a place from inside or, or, yeah. or an external voice kind of tapped into something inside right, of you.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and also too, I think it's about an investing in your goal mm-hmm. you know for that i had to pay money for it you know you pay like monthly whatever for the app but Wait. um i think because of that though if there's an added reason to do it a mm-hmm. um, motivation and incentive to do it mm-hmm. um but yeah i think that it, it it's partly i think it's a mix between the external i'm a huge oprah fan but you know i think there's a that that part of it definitely drew me in but then it was mm-hmm. like okay i'm getting married this year i have goals of my own that i i mm-hmm. want to set and so it's, I ha, I know over the years, I need something external to help keep me motivated and keep me accountable. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Absolutely. And accountability is a really important piece of this, which I, I know that you're going to talk about a yeah. little bit later. Um, so that's a good example. And I think that when you're, t- when we talk about intentionality and motivation, really breaking down what that means when you're goal setting, if you don't have intentionality behind the goals that you were setting, and if you're not motivated from an intrinsic or internal place then it's going to be a lot harder for those goals to be achieved. And what we mean by that is really being able to answer the question why. So when someone were to ask you, why are you choosing to change careers right now? If you can't answer that for yourself and it's not defined, that mm-hmm. why, that purpose, or that reason for why mm-hmm. you're setting that goal, hmm, you might need to do a little bit more thinking on figuring that piece out. Right. Right. Otherwise, it has doesn't have an anchor to kind yeah. of hold on to, and it's not coming from that deep place mm-hmm. or a place of depth. It might be more superficial. It might have been something external. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, that that's what we really mean when we talk about intentionality and motivation. So that's kind of a, a one thing to keep in mind when you're goal setting is that it, you have to be intentional about it. You also have to be motivated from a place that's within. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and building that motivation comes from finding those answering those questions with yourself and really mm-hmm. just take self-awareness and reflection. Right, right. Is, is there anything you would want to add I, I mean,
1: honestly, I would plug counseling right here because I think that the initial steps of setting goals, that the, the intentionality versus mm-hmm. or with motivation and kind of versus the external, internal um, influence is think about when you're going to write a paper when you're in school you always started with the brainstorming session and whatever however that looks and I think sometimes working with an individual that has no judgment or biases to what your goal should be can really help you vet that out right um and and be really clear because you don't want to set a goal based on like oh this sounds good today I mean I think it the Mm -hmm. thought that goes into it is what's going to make it last and be achieved
0: right exactly and I'm really glad that you brought up counseling because Um, I I don't know how much the the general public, and this is me being biased because I am a counselor and I've gone to school and gone through the training, but I don't know how much the general public knows about how much counseling is ingrained in goal setting Mm -hmm. and how, Mm -hmm. you know, the bulk of our training is really learning to be able to help people set goals and achieve goals and making sure those goals are realistic, which you're going to talk about a little bit later. And so I think that you are right. I mean, counseling is, is a really good tool Mm -hmm. for people to be able to consider, at least if they are trying to achieve a certain goal. And it can be something as small as I want to lose five pounds or um, as large as, you know, my goal is to get a divorce and I need to work through this, you know? So I I think that everybody is going to have um, differing, obviously goals and intentions. And it's as long as it aligns with who you are and you can answer that question, why? Why am I setting this goal for myself? Um, Something else to consider is what we call the smart method so when you're setting goals um, it's an acronym used that is kind of just keeps it you know easy to remember but whenever we say the smart method we we're talking about goals being specific measurable attainable relevant and timely so if you're really kind of thinking that out if a goal is not specific and it doesn't have um, you know it's not really really defined then it's going to be a much harder for you to be able to kind of really grasp hold onto it and actually follow through with it. Right. So the Weight Watchers example is another great, you know, <laughs> great example. Um, but there's also other ones, you know, the, if the specific specific surrounding Weight Watchers, if, if you go into it thinking, Oh, I just want to lose weight, but you don't have a target goal in mind. Right. In, in terms of frame. how much you want to mm-hmm. lose in a timeframe. Those specifics are really, really important for you to be able to really grasp hold on that, of that goal to be able to achieve it and next thing is measurable so it has to have a time frame around it and how do you measure mm-hmm. how, you know how far along have you worked towards your goal how much longer do you need to go um, how long do you think it's going to carve out of your day so
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think that sometimes people might think okay i'm going to lose 20 pounds over the next two months without considering the realistic right how, how realistic how that really difficult is it's
1: been for 48
0: hours <laughs> there you go right um and then attainable, of course. That's real. How realistic or attainable is your actual goal? Um, relevant. How relevant is it to you? Is it something that's meaningful to you or someone else? Right. Right. Um, and then, of course, timely. Is is it a? Are you at a good time in your life to work on this goal? Right. That may not always be the case. That's
1: such a good point because I think people think New Year, January first, mm-hmm. um, that's when it has to start. But yeah. maybe that's you're, you're not necessarily in that place yet to start Absolutely. that goal. And then you almost kind of set yourself up for failure. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is a a pretty obvious one but <laughs> the one that I think of is in terms of, of timely is I'm seven and a half months pregnant right now so even though I want to really be in shape and be exercising and eh, not really necessarily gonna the time for me right. to focus on you know losing weight or getting to my target goal because well exactly it's not very timely for me right. right now right so but what do you think um how would you add on to this conversation
1: well you know if this is something and I, as I'm Thinking about this, you and I probably could do a whole show on it because this is something Katie and I often talk about in our business and business planning and strategic planning is our dream hat versus our business hat and so mm-hmm. um, and and I, we very much <laughs> I know I'll speak for myself <laughs> I struggle with this because I have big goals and big dreams and mm-hmm. things that you know is sometimes are, are really kind of maybe way out of my league but mm-hmm. I just think of all the benefits that could contribute to society of the world and myself and then I have to think about it well realistically how feasible is it for me to achieve this and that mm-hmm. you know again that's in a business sense but if you just apply that maybe to your own life and personal goals it still makes sense in a way that sure. Um, I do this And it's something That I actually learned When I was in Hospital administration Was creating a logic model Which is actually A a diagram That Mm -hmm. um, kind of Plots out Short term And Mm -hmm. long term goals Um, it, it, It has four sections Which are your Inputs Your outputs Oh, I'm sorry, five sections. Inputs, outputs, short-term, intermediate, and long-term goal. Mm -hmm. And I think putting, there's something, at least for me, putting pen to paper Mm -hmm. um, is a way that helps with what you had just said, that smart method. It's a way that holds me um, accountable for Mm -hmm. making it specific and measurable and and timely and all those things. So um, I think when you have a long-term goal, whether that's, you know, the, the more tangible ones like losing weight or changing your job, or if it's something more about an, an inner goal of finding more peace or learning how to heal after, you know, maybe it is after a divorce sure. or grief or something. Um, and what would that actually look like? Cause when you set the intention to right. do it, if you don't do anything after that, you probably aren't going to reach the goal. And then mm-hmm. you could actually put yourself at a deficit and be, um, weighted down yeah exactly exactly
0: you're almost setting yourself up for failure and to feel that burden of failure because you're you're constantly having this over you like this dream of this goal that you want to achieve and then nothing's actually
1: happening Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think a good a good place to also start with when you're thinking about what are your strengths or what are your weaknesses in goal setting um Is and most people have actually done this in their workplace. Mm Has taken the Myers Briggs personality preference Mm -hmm. um, test, which is not a test more of your preference as opposed to a test of Mm -hmm. of personality. But a um, license, yes, this is something that a licensed, yeah, professional mental health professional would administer. But uh, when you understand. Um, where you get your energy source from or how you make decisions. And if you're looking at patterns like, okay, so this is what's worked in the past. So I need to take those same attributes or those same skill sets and apply it to my goal for for making that happen in the future Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to just... Using kind of a gut intuition feeling, or you know, feeling a certain way about reaching your goal, I think it's just it gives you more information about mm-hmm. the type of goals you need to be setting, the the realistic um, nature of reaching those goals, but then also is this goal really for you? I think what you said is so Mm -hmm. happens so much is that there's so many external influences, of the way we should look, the way we should feel, the way we should be working, the way we should be loving. And it's like, Mm -hmm. and living and living. And it's, you know, it's what is it? What is best for you? And so I, I always say, um, when I'm, I'm thinking about the next year to come, it's like, what is my, my purpose for the year? You know, what is something that I want to kind of go into and come out of? And it's not necessarily um, it doesn't always have to be one specific goal. But I, I think I, I like to take us. I want to see a snapshot of where I'm going to be in December of 2017. Mm-hmm. And what would that look like? And how would I feel about the way that looks?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think your um, the dream hat versus the business hat thing that we always talk about is a really good way to kind of. Um, check in with yourself about if a goal is realistic versus unrealistic Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that it's really good that you mentioned that because we want I think it's a great thing to have dreams and to have big dreams and to have those huge things that you aspire to be that are there but they're not necessarily something that you're on a daily basis realistically trying to achieve and then feeling facing failure at the end of the day because you didn't right it's something that you can go okay I have on my dream hat right now and (laughs) These are things that I hope to achieve, maybe in 10 years, or um, you know, at some point in my life, mm-hmm. it might be a bucket list goal or something like that. But I think that's a really good way for people to kind of have that checks and balances with themselves mm-hmm. of which one's realistic, which one's am I more is more of a big dreaming goal or right versus which one is one I can really
1: achieve right. And I don't, I, I kind of have a question for you. Do you find that since you've gotten into you know owning and operating a business mm-hmm. that it does make you think of your personal life almost in the same strategic absolutely. way. It's like been, yes. it's, it's been very helpful.
0: Yes. The word that comes to mind is, is transcendence. I oh, mean, yeah. it literally transcends to the way that we have been, you know, obviously operating our, our business and our practice and what we do as counselors in our actual identity as a counselor, when we're working with clients on a daily basis, it absolutely transcends into our overall personal mm-hmm. lives. And mm-hmm. and I think there are, you know, that's really actually, it's good that you mentioned that because I think there has to be that congruence and alignment,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, in order for things to really have more meaning and, and purpose behind right. it.
1: Right. Uh, it
0: would, I would imagine it would be very challenging if there was, you know, an incongruence with someone that has a goal that's set yet they don't have any family that supports them mm-hmm. in doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that goal couldn't be achieved, but there's going to be a lot more challenge Sure. because you're not having that congruence or alignment with your support systems right. or, you know, with uh, churches you're affiliated, mm-hmm. for example, if, mm-hmm. if you are trying to achieve a goal that is something that is antagonistic against a certain community you belong to. Right. It's another thing that's going right. to create kind of an internal clash. Yeah,
1: and smoking comes to mind. I think, you know, everybody always, well, not everybody, but a mm-hmm. that's a big goal for people is to quit smoking in the new year. And But if they are within their family, whether yeah. it's immediate or, or whatever, it, that everybody's smokers, it could be hard to. Good point you know, to change the goal. So, yeah,
0: that's actually a really good, that's a really good example. Yeah. Um, and what about using your strengths? Don't you find that if people can kind of tap into their own strengths and consider that as, as using it as a tool for their, absolutely. their goals? Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And I think that some, you know, some people um, aren't aware of their strengths, mm-hmm. whether they don't have the family and friends around them that's mm-hmm. giving, you know, that's reflecting that back to them or, um, you know, they're afraid to maybe, or it's really about taking a step back and looking at what your strengths are and mm-hmm. how they could be applicable to other areas of your of mm-hmm. your life and it kind of goes back to the With the business stuff and like what you're saying, the congruency, if, if you know you're super organized when you're at work, but Mm -hmm. you go home and it's, it's because whether, you know, your spouse is not as organized as you or your kids make it difficult to keep Mm -hmm. it organized. Um, but you have that skill set at work. It may be just about tweaking it and how can you, can you apply it within your home to where you feel that balance? Right.
0: Absolutely. And sometimes considering, you know, kind of having that self-awareness and reflection of your past and things that you've achieved in the past can be a lot of times Mm -hmm. a confidence boost to say Mm -hmm. you know what I've done this before Mm -hmm. I've I remember when I was in the eighth grade and I wanted to um, run for student government and I did and I campaigned and I won what can I what what strength did I possess at that time that I can maybe use in my 30s yeah (laughs) um so things like that sometimes really tapping into our
1: connection with people Katie what I'm sure connection with people Oh, right absolutely (laughs) (laughs) and you did that's yeah that's a good point yeah.
0: um but i think that that sometimes taking that reflection is is really 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 useful um we are going to go i think this is a good time would yeah. you say to take a quick break so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break um hopefully we give it we've given you guys something to chew on and to think about and we will be back shortly podcasts have become a great way to get
1: radio on demand If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today.
0: Welcome back. back to The Waiting Room. Welcome back to The Waiting Room, Episode 7. We hope you guys have um, gotten some information that can really get you on a kickstart, um, or at least start to thinking about goal setting and actually how you can set and make goals for yourself, and then also how you actually can kind of maybe create a plan to follow through with them. Mm-hmm. So we hope that it that we've at least scratched the surface on that with you guys and given you something to um, to be able to use. and you know, even though we've, we've talked briefly throughout the episode about counseling and how it can be beneficial with goal setting. um, We also think that, you know, really considering what is the next step for you Mm -hmm. into achieving those goals and making those goals is a really good place to kind of end and think about for yourself as as you, as we conclude this episode. Um, We are excited about next episode, which will be episode number eight. We're going to be talking a little bit more about counseling and mental health. Actually, it's something that we haven't really spent much time on. We've, touched on it here and there in our episodes but we're really going to actually break it down for you guys and also demystify it a little bit yeah um so thank you so much for listening we hope you guys will check us out on itunes and podcast 225.com we also really hope that you will take the time to subscribe and also leave a rating and thanks again
1: see you next time
0: thanks for listening to the waiting room this has been a podcast 225.com production